stretches out the heavens like a tent and lays the beams of his upper chambers with, on their waters. He makes the clouds his chariot and rides on the wings of the wind. He makes winds his messengers, flames of fire his servants. Lord, we join with the psalmist to declare you are great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. This afternoon, Lord, we choose to behold your glory. This afternoon, Lord, we choose to behold who you are. You are exalted above any other. You are exalted as King of kings and Lord of lords. You are great. You are clothed with splendor. You are beautiful beautiful beyond description more beautiful than beauty itself that we humanly can understand so we ask this afternoon that will be you it will be you that we shall encounter we ask that Lord you will quiet in any other spirit you will quiet in any other voice the Lord only you will be heard you are you are great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. You wrap yourself in light as with a garment. You stretch the heavens like a tent. Lord, when we think about who you are, we are short of words as humans. You are beyond description. You're beyond what words can describe. We choose to bow in awe of you. We choose to cast our pride before you. In your revelation to the Apostle John, he saw before your throne it was like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. It's so precious stones surrounding you, surrounding your throne, stones of jasper, stones of crystalline, stones that were way beyond human comprehension, that were very precious. Lord, may you give us that vision of who you are, that vision of how glorious you are, that vision, Lord, that will grip our souls, that will grip our hearts, that it will grip our pursuit of you, that we shall not love you for what we get from you, but we shall love you for who you are, that we shall not pursue you for the gifts that you give, but we shall pursue you in holiness, we shall pursue you in righteousness, we shall pursue you, Lord, as you are. So may your glory consume these bodies, May your glory consume our thoughts. 
May your glory consume our pursuit of you. Jesus be the center of my heart. Jesus be the center of my life. From beginning to the end, it will always be. It's always been you, Jesus. Jesus, nothing else matters. Nothing in this world will do. you'll be the center of it all. That you'll be the center of this church. That you'll be the center of our preaching. That you'll be the center of our worship. That you'll be the center of everything that we do. So may you forgive us where we've robbed you of your glory. May you forgive us where we've robbed you of the honor that is due to your name. May you forgive us where we've taken ourselves at the center of it all. Lord, even as we come to pray, forgive us where we become the center. Lord, forgive us where we become the center. Where even this altar has been the center, but you've not been the center. Lord, forgive us. And from my heart to the end, Jesus be the our prayer precious Jesus Jesus in you all things consist yet at times we've relegated you to the margins you said the fullness of deity dwelt in you bodily you're the real image of the invisible God Forgive us that we have not given you prominence. Lord, forgive us that our hearts have wandered to many things and have forgotten you as the center. This afternoon, Lord, will you take us back to that place where Jesus, you're the center. 
Will you consume our hearts to discover whatever we are putting together without you, it is all faulty. May you take us to you as the foundation of our faith, as the foundation of our prayer, as the foundation of our worship, as the foundation of our pursuits, Lord. Lord, may everything crumble which is not of you. May everything crumble which is not of you. May everything crumble which is not of you. May every music crumble which is not of you. May every preaching crumble which is not of you. We desire that you take the central place, Lord. Jesus, be the Savior. Lord, you call us to have our lives built around you. Lord, take us to that place. Lord, take us to that place. I know even as we come this, if this afternoon to pray, we come with hearts that are divided, hearts that are seeking this and that, but Lord, I pray that we shall not miss you. To have this, to have life, Lord. As Peter prayed, Lord, we pray. To whom can we go? Jesus, you alone have the words of eternal life. So may we be caught in you. May we be found in you. Oh, Jesus, be the center. Jesus, be the center. Jesus, be the center even as we pray. Jesus, be the center as we, we, we sing. So take your glory. Take your the center of it all, oh, at the center of it all, oh, Jesus, you're at the center of it all, praise the Lord, Amen. thank you choir, thank you choir, praise the Lord, we can have our seats. Once again, welcome to this lunch hour, those who are physically here and those who are online. I was grouped this morning. A focus on God as light. A focus on God as light. I know you're talking about the theme of light this season. But have we focused on God as light? I'll say a few, I'll have a few, a little reflection and then we shall go into a time of praying. First Timothy 6, First Timothy 6, 13 downwards. In the sight of God who gives life to everything and of Christ Jesus who while testifying before Portius Pilate made the good confession, I charge you to keep this command without spot or blame until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which God will bring about in his own time. God, the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in an unapproachable light whom no one has seen or can see. To him be glory and might forever. 
Amen. The description of God Blessed and only ruler, King of kings, Lord of lords, alone is immortal, lives in unapproachable light. No one has seen or can see him. To him be honor and might forever. And why God gripped with this? At times we come to pray. And we are so much preoccupied with our problems. We are so much preoccupied with God, I want this. God, I have this list. And at times we miss the real essence of prayer, which is God himself. At times we are so preoccupied, God, I need this job. God, I need this promotion. God, I need this salary increment. God, I need this land title. God, I need A, B, C. God, school fees. And so because we are too preoccupied in that, we miss out on the real incense, which is God himself. So this afternoon, it's my prayer that as we pray, we shall not miss the incense of God. And so let's just focus on who God is as we come to pray. He says he alone is immortal. So the call is for us to behold this God who is immortal. Even as you come to pray that you come to this God who is immortal. You are mortal. You and me are mortal. Even when you make the confession I will not die. The fact is you will die. We shall bury you. You are mortal. He alone is immortal. That old hymn reminds us immortal, invisible, God only wise, in light, inaccessible, hid from our sight, most holy, most glorious, the ancient of days. So he alone is immortal. He does not move on our terms, friends. We are mere creatures. We are his possession. And that is key for us to grasp as we pray. At times we've even put, God, if you don't do this for me, I'll not do this. Remember, you are mere, mere mortal. You're speaking to an immortal God who is not moved by your town's friend, who is not moved by your deadline. You are the sheep of his pasture. He can lead you wherever he pleases. The sheep do not ask the shepherd where to go for, 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 for pasture. It is the shepherd that takes them to the pasture. So the reminder is that you are mortal. He is immortal. You are a mere creature. You are his prey possession. So it's a key reminder as we pray, friends. We come to an immortal God who is not moved by our deadlines. We come to an immortal God who is not moved by our own suggestions. We come to an immortal God who has his own word. 
And he says his worth rests eternally. So you and me do good to pray in line with his word. To accept what his word is saying because he is immortal. He knows tomorrow before it is. Because he is immortal. He has been in the future before we are there. Because he is immortal. He knows everything marked out for you and me. He knows when my life is coming to an end. He knows when your life is coming to an end. So it does you and me good to remember we come to an immortal God. He goes on to say, who alone is immortal and who lives in an unapproachable light. He lives in an unapproachable light. The light you and me cannot approach. Because his light is holiness itself. So can we take this God more serious, friends? Can we take him more seriously? Because he lives in an unapproachable light. At times we've come to him too familiar. In Luganda we say, Remember he lives in an unapproachable light. He's a holy God. Surrounding him is holiness. When you read the scriptures critically, whoever saw God never played with him. He never. He never. Isaiah sees him. He says, what to me? I'm doomed. He doesn't just, you know, jump around. He sees. This is spectacular. This is beyond human comprehension. I am doomed. When God is revealing himself to John in Revelation, it's clear. Revelation is sort of John also thinks, you know, it is too much for me to behold. He lives in an unapproachable light. Can we take him more serious, friends? He is a glorious God who can never share his glory with any other. So the question is, are you and me consumed by his glory? Will you allow his glory to consume you? Will you remember that his light dispels our darkness? That his light points out our darkness? Simply put, are you comfortable in your sin before this holy God? At times, you know, we are too consumed with God. I want this, God, I want this. Yet not, not allowing his light to shine on our darkest spots. And as such, we wallow in sin, we die in sin. Yes, we die when we've received the benefits of our prayer, yet dying. Because there is a darkness within us. A terrible darkness that we have not allowed the light of his glory to consume us. Can I remind us, God wants the whole of you. You were created to live for his glory, not for your glory. And friends, until we behold this, our prayers are katemba. Because God desires that we behold him. He lives in an unapproachable light. There is no light in us. 
So the question I'll pose for you, my brother, my sister, who is online and who is present, what brings you here? That's a question. Someone may say, that's a weird question. The question is, what brings you here? Is it just more about personal pursuits? Or a desire to come to this God? It does not matter what it is, but it's my prayer that this afternoon God will break our hearts. That we shall pursue holiness. That we shall pursue him as he is. That we shall be willing to forget our pursuits and pursue this God who, who lives in an unapproachable light. I pray that his holiness will grip us this afternoon. I pray that his glory will grip us this afternoon. I pray that he shall desire his light to shine in our hearts. And as his light shines in our hearts, we see our filth and bow the knee and come back in repentance. Bow the knee and come into reconciliation. Bow the knee and come into forgiveness. Bow the knee and come into a position of saying, I am sorry. Bow the knee and say, Lord, I have not pursued you, but here I am. Bow the knee and come into repentance. Because that's what God calls us to do. So what brings you here, friend? I know we have so many cares. That one I'm very much aware. But remember, he tells us, seek first his kingdom. And his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. Yes, he knows them. He knows the rent. He knows the bills. He knows. He knows that promotion. He knows it. But it's my prayer that our hearts will be gripped by him. It's my prayer that as we come, as we trek this hill, drive or walk up this hill, it will not be in vain. That after we've trekked this hill the whole year, we shall say, yes, I grabbed God. I have God. He says, what we did profit a man to gain the whole world, yet for faith is so. What will it profit you to get blessings from this place materially, yet your soul is perishing? He lives in an unapproachable light. Allow his light to shine and cut through your heart, my dear sister, my dear brother. Allow his light to pierce through. If he's telling you certain things to live, allow him, allow the radiance of his word to cut through. His word is living, it is active, it is sharper than a two-edged sword. It penetrates to dividing bone and marrow. It judges the intents and desires of our hearts. What are the intents of your heart? What are the intents of my heart as I come this afternoon? Are you honoring him? Whom no one has seen, to him be honor and might forever. To him be honor. Are you honoring him? Are you honoring God? We are called to honor him as we live for him. That his commands will become our delight. That they will become a compass for our lives. And that is what is light in us as we honor him. You and you are created to honor God. If this is not your pursuit, you ought to repent. Beyond getting the material blessings, friends, God calls us to a point of honoring him. That you'll be lifting him higher. Higher than your pursuits. Higher than your prayer needs. 
higher than what you want. That's what God calls us to. Remember these, these words in Hebrews 28. Hebrews 12, 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. Worship him with awe. Worship him with awe. He is a consuming fire. That is the call for us. His light consumes us. As the light of his glory consumed you. If not, I pray that this afternoon before you leave. The light of his glory will consume you. So as I come to close friends. God is light. And he calls us to honor him. He calls his light to shine into our darkness. Which are those dark spots. And once it shines, that's when we have real health. That's when we have real perfection. That's when we have real wisdom. Because his wisdom radiates from himself. So even you could have come here to pray, yet you know the darkness in you. That is sin. You're very much aware I'm an enemy of God. You're not at peace with God. You ought to allow his light to shine in your dark spot. Good and evil cannot mix. You and me must decide where we stand. Even as you pray, God bless this business, the question is, what have you laid in that business? When the light shines, at times the light may tell you there are certain things you have to get out of your business. Is it founded on light? Is it founded on light, my sister? Is it founded on light, my brother? That's what it means for God to be light. You must decide where you stand. Let's rise up and pray. I'm going to ask you to pray. I'm going to ask you to pray. I'm going to ask you to pray. Just pray, just pray. In response, I don't know what exact point God is speaking to you as an individual. If it's a point of repentance, come in repentance. God is light. In him there is no darkness. God desires that his light shines in your own darkness. If maybe you see darkness around you, just ask him to, his light to shine in you. Lord, you are light. You live in an unapproachable light. Yet in Jesus, we can approach your throne. There we can receive grace and mercy, forgiveness. Here we are, Lord. Let your light shine in our darkness. Let your light shine in our dark spots. Let your light shine in our dark souls. Let your light shine through our lives, Lord. Lord, we desire that having come to your sanctuary, we will not live the same. 
we want to meet you, our light. Lord, may you shine in every darkness around us at individual levels. Just pray for yourself that God will shine in the darkness of your life. Maybe you've lived in sin, just come to God in repentance. Maybe they've conducted your business, you also know there's out of darkness that even there you got that job, there it was darkness. I'm asking you to come to God who is merciful. I'm encouraging you to come to God who has made a way through Jesus. Lord, you know the darkness of our hearts. You're the darkness in our families. Lord, some of us even, we may be online or here physically. And I've not believed you enough to a point that we've given ourselves to every manner of witchcraft. Lord, will you release us this afternoon? Lord, will you cause us to say quit, enough is enough. And turn to you who is our light. Lord, you are a consuming fire. May you consume every darkness. May you consume every manner of evil. May you consume it to ashes in the name of Jesus. Such our hearts, Lord, I pray. Such our hearts, King of Kings, I pray. Such our hearts as we worship you this afternoon. Such our hearts as we come to your sanctuary. You're God of light. You're God of light. You're God of light. You're God of light. Let your light shine in every dark spot, Lord. Let your light dispel every darkness in us. Let your light move with us. true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. Jesus is the true light, friends. Allow that light to shine in every spot. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. Lord, I pray that you will shine in our darkness, that we shall understand we do not want to be like this that John writes about. We pray that having come to your sanctuary and having logged on online, we shall not miss you. Lord, shine in every darkness, I pray. Lord, some of us, it's heavy bitterness in our hearts. It's anger in our hearts. Lord, shine! Lord shine Lord shine dispel every darkness in our hearts release us to see the light of your glory day by day I want to encourage you to continue pray for your family there could be darkness in your family you know it, pray for them pray for light Lord may your light shine through our families 
May your light dispel every manner of darkness in our families. Some families are full of witchcraft, full of hatred. Lord, let your light shine. The Lord, that darkness will be done away with. Lord, I pray for a woman here, a gentleman here, who is struggling with forgiveness. Lord, let your light shine. You alone can enable forgiveness. So that I pray for your ministration over that person. That your light will shine. That your light will shine. That your light will shine. So shine, Jesus, shine. Lord, even in your church, we pray. Dispel every darkness. Dispel every darkness, Lord. Lord, you call us to walk in the light. You call us to have fellowship with one another as we walk in the light. Lord, may that be so. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we lift this nation that Lord, you will dispel the darkness over this nation, Lord. Even at this hour, there is a lot of fear because of this Ebola virus. Lord, may you dispel this darkness in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your light shine over this land. Lord, you say you've not given us the spirit of fear. given us the spirit of sound mind. Lord, may we walk in your word. Let your word bring life to us. Thank you, Lord. Shine, Jesus, shine. Fill this land with the Father's glory, bless Spirit, bless. shine. Jesus shine. 
that you fill this land with the Father's glory. That you fill this church with the Father's glory. That you fill our lives with the Father's glory. That you fill our families with the Father's glory. That you fill our workplaces with the Father's glory. We ask that you shine through and through. We ask that you shine in every darkness, Lord. We ask that you shine at every point in our lives. The Lord, we shall be like those that you speak about. We shall be like that hill. That light hid on the hill. Blessed on the hill. Lord, may your glory shine through us. And may we love you, Lord. May we love you more than anything. Because you are our God and there is no other. So may our love for you be real, Lord, I pray. Take us back to that place of our love for you like never before. Let's zeal for your word consume us. Let's zeal for the gospel consume us. Let's zeal for Jesus consume us. We belong to you, Lord. We belong to you, Lord. We belong to you, Lord. So have your way. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.